Fuck you. There we go. <laughs> Listen. If any two fucking two good noobs, probably do figure this shit out. It's gonna be us. There we go. Do you see it recording? May I ask? I do see the red button officially glowing. So that means we're live. We are live. The All Things Sports Podcast. Season Who Gives a Damn episode Waladu. The All No, just let me stop fucking. The All Things Italian Podcast. The All Things Talk about meatballs. Chest Whoa. Hair. Chest hair. And polishing my guns. I'm looking for a text message from a friend of mine. He uh, he sent me this this video, and he got an Italian guy. Look at this. He said how to be Italian. Hey, hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> you motherfucker! You motherfucker! Huh? huh? Don't make me get the. Hey, I'm walking here. He said, hey, I'm walking here. Oh, man. And that's how you officially keep on time. Very good, first. Ahem. Weezy out. Young money. Cash money. This is the drop three, ladies and gentlemen. You know me. You know I ride for my motherfucking niggas. Most likely I'm I guess to start the episode, if we're gonna be for real, this is the All Things Sports Podcast. Never get it twisted. Some places, you know, they gonna give you all this analytic stuff. Some places they gonna just clown around all the time. Right here, you gonna get. Opinions, you're gonna get facts, you're gonna get harsh reality, you're gonna get that's a fact. So, since we uh kind of in the holiday spirit, we're gonna do uh something special for the crowd, all right. And you know what it is, it's just gonna be content. But it's just another episode, and I and in all humbleness, in all humbleness, I mean it's from the bottom of my heart. Whoever listens to multiple episodes or keeps track week after week, or you know, every time they see it, they gotta listen to it. Love, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like us being able to come here week after week after missing Thanksgiving week. You know what I'm saying? And I think the Tuesday before or something like that. Facts. Uh, not yet, just going back on that. Um, you know, it's feel, it feels good to be back. Right? feels good to be back. So, you know, this episode we was going to take to kind of talk about some NFL news. There's been a lot, a lot of stuff that's been happening since we've kind of got to come on here and sort things out so there's things that we kind of missed that are still talk aboutable i guess um and there's things that we missed that kind of just went with the wind but um 
I mean, all I got to say is that, as I mentioned, when we had Andre with us from the fourth quarter, mind you, follow the fourth quarter on Twitter at the four, the number four, the number four, TH quarter underscore. Follow All Things Sports Podcast on Twitter at ATS Pod. Um, when we had him on the show, he was, we was talking about best football team in the league. I let him know. Baltimore. I didn't let him know. I, I let y'all know. Baltimore is the best team in football. Dominating. Sorry for the audio quality if I wasn't talking into the mic. But um, Baltimore is the best team in football. And it's showing. They're dominant on offense. Scoring 35 a game. They play more than average defense. And I mean, it's not. It's, it's higher to like top in the league than average, you know. Um, they're not the greatest, but they find ways to get turnovers. They find ways to get to the quarterback. And then Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram running it down the throat. It's going to hurt every team. Um, the 49ers, since we last spoke, they're showing that they're still one of the best teams in the NFC. But this week, they're going to have a real test versus another NFC um, playoff contender, Super Bowl contender, actually. New Orleans. Last time we spoke, we were saying Green Bay is going to play San Francisco. That's going to be their first, you know, real playoff matchup type of game. You know, big game, two good NFC teams. And we saw what San Francisco did to Green Bay. They dominated them. Aaron Rodgers threw for like 100 yards. Now, fast forward, you know, they lose to the Ravens. Understandable. Best team in the league, as I mentioned. Um, they got a chance, again, as I mentioned today, versus the Saints on Sunday. So we're going to be able to see, all right, now Drew Brees doesn't get sacked like that, right? Drew Brees is well protected. Drew Brees gets the ball off quick, and he knows where his receivers are at all times. Sean Payton has a perfect game plan on offense every week, um, except when they play Tampa Bay, apparently, but... I mean, the offensive game plan isn't too bad, but the defensive game plan is always horrible versus Tampa Bay. But uh, what what we're going to have to see is can Nick Boza, D. Ford, Forrest Buckner, can them boys get to the quarterback quick enough? Because if they're going to let them throw it to Michael Thomas, get Kamara involved, you know, tag in if they have to, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And I don't think that they can afford to obviously shoot it out because Jimmy G's not the type of quarterback. He can throw for a 400-yard game. He can throw for a four-touchdown game. Now, it's not too likely. And the defense, you know, is 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 going to star, is going to be the star of the show most games. But anything can happen. And last time they were put up to a test, they proved to be, you know, one of the best. So I'm excited to see what the 49ers are going to be able to do because, as I mentioned, pre like week one, I was saying I think these 49ers have a chance to make the playoffs this year. And then we started seeing the Rams, and I'm like, I think they have a serious chance to make the playoffs this year. And, you know, other than the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are one of the best teams in the league too. So it's kind of like, damn, the Seahawks, they've always been a great team and they've always been consistent, but not literally top three in the league the year that, you know, the 49ers 
choose to. Well, the last time we saw this was Kaepernick, Earl Thomas, and Cam Chancellor, them boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is NFC West. When the NFC West is competitive, the NFL is, is interesting. And Baltimore went to the Super Bowl that year. So are we going to see a rematch of Baltimore versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl this year? Okay. <laughs> Baltimore and Seattle. <laughs> for sure. Because I definitely think Seattle is the best team in the NFC. I haven't seen that for a while. Um, it's just that defense just consistently gets better and better. And, I mean, the biggest difference, I mean, if, if we're going to, you know, look at it between the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks is just how much better Russell Wilson is than Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo is getting, you know, getting more comfortable um, every week and getting more involved in, in, you know, the system and, you know, what we know Kyle Shanahan is very much capable of. Um, But it's just Russell Wilson with those Years of experience and having been there, having done that, the, in the playoffs. In the in the playoffs, we were talking about it. Mm, so this is what I'm. T- this is exactly what I'm talking about, and I'm glad you're going here in the NFC because you're talking about Jimmy G. You know, say the Seattle Seahawks were to play the uh, 49ers or 49ers in the playoffs. You know, like you're gonna take Russell Wilson over Jimmy G. Seven days out of the week. So would I. Now, if we're going to go to the AFC, I was talking about Ryan Tannehill playing playoff football and how his inexperience can hurt the Titans and how I don't believe that the Titans are really a threat or legit. Mm-hmm. And Andre was fighting his case as far as Ryan Tannehill has played very great as of late, You know, he's which he has. Um, he also argued that you know last year even Ryan Tannehill – um, didn't have a, a horrible year. Uh, you know, he's always been decent. And to his credit, he has. His teams haven't been the best. His offensive line has been far from the best. Um, but my point is that you're right. The inexperience is going to hurt a Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs as opposed to a Russell Wilson. In this case, um, in the AFC, speaking about... I just lost this guy's name. That's crazy. Deshaun Watson. I mean, my thing is like, first of all, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, right? And then that's not even your divisional type playoff rival if you're going to play like the Texans in the wild card or something like that. I mean, we haven't seen the Texans or Deshaun Watson have success in the playoffs either. Right. And they're not legit. They're far from legit. Right. 
where Buffalo looked like maybe they can make some noise. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Oakland at one point. Oakland at one point, but then, you know, they just have up and down. They just right, right. the Jets, and then Kansas City just, you know, annihilated them. And then you have Pittsburgh, who Mike Tomlin's making case for uh, Coach of the Year, which I don't think mm, Not no more. And, you know, then you have the, you know, the AFC South, where... There's no legit, legit team right now. I agree. I I I can see what I can see what you're saying. So I think more teams are feeling that kind of like liveliness towards this time of year. Like they're feeling more rejuvenated because they confident. Feel, yeah, it's confident because they're seeing it's you know it's possible, and you know this might be the first time in a long time that the AFC uh, championship might not go through Foxborough. Very possible. And then you have the NFC side, which is. Totally different because you have so many viable teams. I mean, you have talent. Yeah, Green Bay is still solid. Um, you know, obviously 49ers, and I think obviously Seahawks are the, the best team. Um, but the Saints are right there. Saints are Saints are right there, and then the Vikings. Make, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, Vikings. You don't know. So, now, hmm. how many? How many wins do the Bears have? Well, with them beating the Cowboys, mm-hmm. Minnesota's eight and four. Yeah. I mean, Chicago's got a tough schedule, but it's like if Chicago went out. Oh, I'm tripping. I think that's just uh, my bad. You think Chicago's gonna what? Lose out? No, I'm saying like if Chicago by some miracle wins out, like you. I obviously doubt it. You know, right. Because they have really tough schedule, but... I'm going to tell you their schedule right now. The, the, the Bears. Yeah, they they just beat the Cowboys probably about five minutes ago. Um, obviously sitting in third. Like you said, though, there is four games left. And we know that four games is a long way. It's still, still a whole month that we got before playoff football. And to... So what I what I like about the Bears schedule, okay, I, I'm just saying as we update you that uh looks like Roquan Smith was ruled out with a pectoral injury during this game. But um The the ending of their season is is going to be tough. It's at Green Bay, at home versus the Chiefs, and at Minnesota. Right. So my thing is that right. But my thing is that we were talking about we were comparing the last four games on another team, uh, Titans and Texans. That's what we were doing earlier. Um, the Cowboys is the game that they won already. So they, we, if we would have been looking at this last week, looking saying, all right, their last four games are the Cowboys, Packers, Chiefs, Vikings. It's like, mm. yeah, but we talk about the Cowboys every week and then 
Right, but but we're talking about the Bears. So the Bears, if they play this type of football going into the final stretch of the year, they go to Green Bay next week. Hey, listen, it's a divisional game. It's going to be cold. It's just it's just going to be one of those Bears Packers games. It's a one o'clock game. Um, we can see the Bears getting a, a hit on that division. And then they play the Chiefs, which, you know, they, they lose the game realistically. That's fine. They can lose that game. But then they get a chance to redeem themselves in Minnesota and play another divisional game. And, I mean, at the end of the day, week after week is going to be a game. You know what I mean? And these teams in this division especially are known to play good games and beat each other and, and kind of, you know, there's always going to be one. This team is better, but the Vikings can always beat the Packers. You know what I mean? Um but the Packers are the better team. You know what I'm saying? And and last year we saw with the Bears being the better team in the division and the Packers week one stole that game, right? Because yeah. uh, Kendall Fuller dropped that pick. Uh, but what I'm saying is that it's, it's, with a whole month left, we still have so much in this, league, in this season to kind of like it's too early for everything, especially with how this NFC is too tight. Um I don't think we're going to see three teams out of this division no. make it. So it, it, it's going to be fun, especially if Trubisky, I don't know. I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying I think he will. But if he turns it up, if he finds his volume and and just gets them to where they need to be and this defense wakes up, actually, I don't know. This Roquan Smith injury can be serious. But um, if Khalil Mack can actually start playing football, you know, like the best uh, at his position again, they have a chance. That's just my opinion. I mean, I, I, I've i been in, unimpressed with the Bears all season. Unimpressed with Trubisky's play. But, um... I don't think they will. They're, def- they're definitely not put it that way. Because of the fact of, you know, it's definitely going to be the Saints. You know, it's definitely going to be... Well, it's definitely going to be one team out of the NFC East. All right, so... And then you go to the NFC West where you know it's definitely going to be Teams. And, right. And you go to their division, NFC North, where you have to think. I mean, it's. On a, well, Minnesota can still win this division. What's the record of Green Bay and Minnesota? Green Bay is 9 and 3. Minnesota is 8 and 4. Chicago is 7 and 6. So it's right there, just far as, as far as record. So the Packers, the Packers, the Packers, I feel like, are the gimme. For the division. That's what I felt. And then it'd be between Minnesota and Chicago if they were to get that. Yeah. So the Packers have Redskins, which that's a win. But then they got three straight divisional games. And if they go 3-0 and to finish the season off division, they play each of them. They play the Redskins and the Bears at home, then the Vikings on the road and the Lions on the road. <clears throat> we know they're going to get a competitive game out the Lions. We also know that there's no Stafford, so... The Lions probably get blown out anyway, but it'll. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a fair game, and then Minnesota on Monday Night Football in two weeks from now or in three weeks from now actually. They'll, they'll probably finish the season twelve and four. Worst case, eleven and five, which is definitely a lot for playoffs. Feel that, and then if we're gonna look at the Vikings, the Vikings finish off this season with the Lions. It's a winnable game. Chargers in Los Angeles, winnable game. And they got to play the Packers and the Bears. So this division is going to smack each other in the face. 
and see and who wants this? Who wants this? But if I will say something, if I will say something, to be honest, like the Bears talk is is, is something to make a conversation. It's it's respectable enough to make a conversation. Right, right. And but but when you have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Parker, and then when you have Dalvin Cook, I think I think that says enough. Dalvin Cook in a defense, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Parker. Exactly. Yeah, man. So I think I think NFL wise, there's still a lot of time. As I'll say again, there's a lot of time. We're gonna have to be patient. We'll talk about superlatives. We'll talk about you know playoff expectations when we know more. You know who's actually gonna be playing because. Too much of a toss-up. Yeah, like it's a li- I, I think not just for divisions like uh, the NFC East and, you know, probably the um, AFC South, but I think for a, a lot of teams that's going to come down to that last game. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about <clears throat> that uh, college football playoff that's coming up and that uh, those, those championship games that are coming that's up this weekend, really. Anybody can probably look at this top four right now, look at the games coming up for the championship games, and anybody could say that it's, you know, it's probably a lot for what it is, but that's only assuming that, uh, which I don't think they are, that if Georgia beats LSU, because then I feel like that's the only way it could remain the same. Because if that's LSU's only loss and it's to a Georgia, then I don't think they're gonna drop from two to out. Which I don't see them losing. Yeah, especially with teams on like the, around this time, I think the five and six are looked at heavily. But can we honestly say that Utah is, is like Utah should be in? Right. No. So. So we say you know Oklahoma should be in. Not with the, I mean, not with the one loss to Kansas State versus the one loss to a Georgia team, if that was the case. But I don't even know who Utah's one loss was. I don't think Utah deserves a spot in the top four anyway. It's a uh, that team will get dominated. Put it like that. If they play, if they play versus an SEC or ACC. They're not ready for that. They lost to USC, by the way. I remember that. That was when their uh, JT Daniels got hurt. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's like, so, one, yeah, one, two, well, two things are going to happen. One, people are going to be like, damn, like, we, we kind of boost up Utah a little bit. We, we kind of, you know, messed up on that one. And then, two, I think Clemson would, like, 
people would probably be like, oh, well, that's right, that's punching. Like, they would make a top five team look utterly just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the fact that... Easy. Easy. Talking about you want to leave college football. Yeah, right. Boy, can't wait to start recruiting next year. <laughs> I'm excited for the Baylor-Oklahoma game. What I'm not excited for is the fact that it starts at 12. Um, I mean, I get it. Somebody has to kick off championship week. But we got a good game out of them last time and came down to the wire. There was some lead changes. There was a comeback, this, that, and the third. This is part two. And, you know, this is primetime football. I mean, obviously you're going to give SEC championship. Never mind. This, to me, should be primetime football. Uh, they're giving the SEC championship the 4 o'clock game, which is typical, which is typical. But they're going to put, you know, you know, you know who get you know who gets the prime time at eight. Oh, of course, the number one team, obviously. But it is what it is. I'm gonna be watching that. Right, but at eight o'clock, no, it's gonna. Well, it's on Fox because it's the Big Ten Championship. So there's not gonna be a. There's not gonna be a. Oh no no no! There is an ABC. It's the SEC Championship. ACC championship. They're showing that on ABC. It's not interesting at all, in my opinion. Who wants to watch Virginia try to beat Clemson? <laughs> when Clemson's eyes are on the prize. That's not, not going to be fun. Excuse me. Right. On ABC. Right. Right. But... But at this point in time, I'm like, the, 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 contracts. When, yeah, when the contract came from, like, yeah, you get, you got, you know, all these games happening this week. You have Ohio State and Wisconsin. Who, you know, Man, you, the they know game. they know the world's watching Fox. Yeah, okay. They know nobody ain't watching that ESPN game. Uh, ABC. Everybody watching Fox. Everybody's going to watch OSU versus Wisconsin. I mean, OSU versus Wisconsin and Clemson UVA, that's unfair for the fans to have to spend their whole Saturday, you know. They got to, come on, bro. We got to get up at 11 o'clock to have time to eat and then watch the best game of the day, Baylor, Oklahoma, 7 versus 6. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, LSU, Georgia, I'm excited. I, I think Joe Burrow goes and balls out just like he's been doing all season, Heisman-type games. And um, he's going to give them to him straight, just like he did last week versus Texas A&M. And it's going to be a competitive game. But I do think LSU comes out with two-possession win. Yeah. I like that. I don't think they're playing around, bro. I think LSU is going to win the championship. I mean, no, no, no. I think LSU can win this championship because it all has to work out for them to win it. Because if they whoever got to play Ohio State, I think is kind of in trouble. But LSU can definitely win this championship if anybody can. Um, so, I got Ohio State, by the way. Yeah, me too. So my thing is, I feel like if obviously you can't plan for upsets, there's a reason I call it upsets. But if it had to be basically where Ohio State 
heavily favored to win. Clemson heavily favored to win. And LSU, I would not only say heavily favored, but is majority favored to beat Georgia. Who do you put in that fourth spot? If LSU wins? And well, Oklahoma? Actually, two questions. Because one, even if Ohio State wins, but if LSU wins, and if they win by like a two touchdown lead on a Georgia, one, do you, do you move them to one? Two touchdown lead, yeah. Because I think that they can be at one right now. I think the reason they're not is because Ohio State is just dominating everybody. But, and the fact that Alabama lost to Auburn, knowing that they have Mac Jones and they didn't have, you know, their Tua in. But this this LSU team went to Bama, and Joe Burrow went to Bama and won. And that if that don't say enough for you right there, I don't know if you've been watching college football as much as I have. Um, but... Them doing that, and then and then you know Auburn losing. I mean Auburn beating um, Alabama with Bo Nix, a freshman quarterback. I think that's that's kind of showing LSU's win versus Alabama. It was good, but you know, eh, eh. But I, you can't discredit it because Tua played that game. Tua played his ass off, literally played his ankle off, really. And um, Her- what's his name, uh, running back Najee Harris, mm-hmm. balled out, but. LSU came harder and balled out. Um, so, yeah, if Georgia loses by two possessions, you know, I, I could see why LSU would jump to number one. And so, assuming that obviously LSU is going to beat Georgia, then who do you put in that fourth spot? Now, Georgia didn't lose, right? Hasn't lost yet? Or do they got a loss? They did. Season's done if they lose. Um, I want to see the winner. Ooh, the winner. The winner of Oklahoma versus Baylor. No, Baylor's at seven, and Oklahoma's at six. Baylor's at seven. I do think there's a problem with it. There's a problem with that because, like. Right. Utah stands in the way of kind of like a lot. Assuming that he goes to Florida. Right, right, because Oregon can win that game. Oh, no. No, I, no, I feel like the only problem that you have is if Utah wins. If Oregon wins, then... And they're all a go, yeah. Yeah, then... Yeah, then, then the winner of that game is automatic. Now, if Utah wins and Oklahoma wins big... Which I don't think they will. I mean, they're both eleven and one. At that point, it's tough. You might have to be like, "Listen, Oklahoma's the better team out of all these teams, right?" Like, let's be real. Put it this way. Then again, Oklahoma got smoked last year. In a sense, because I think even if I'm a Bama. Mm-hmm. So, for all, it would make sense for your playoffs. You would want Joe Burrow, 
Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and you're not going to lobby for a Tua list. Alabama. And that's, the part, that's, that's why I feel like it's so hard for Alabama because I feel like that was their only chance. Yeah, but they they, I, they lost to Auburn. They lost to Auburn. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, not even just losing Tua as your quarterback, but like losing the, basically the name of right. Tua. Like, they, you're not gonna, they're not going to lobby to try to get you in, even if you did yeah. you went out. So I feel like that's the main thing that Oklahoma is going for because they have a Jalen Hurts. Right. They have a Lincoln Riley. They have, you know, Basically, things you can sell. So fact. That's why. That's why with Utah being at five, if Utah wins and Oklahoma wins, then yeah, I mean, if Oklahoma has like a very what if win, what what if they win in the same fashion? And that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like Utah has is posting a problem for the NCAA. Because who wants to watch Utah? Exactly, and then it's gonna be which. gonna be like the damn Clemson Notre Dame game. Where yeah, Clemson was a top four team, but then they faced But they were really number yeah, but then they faced Clemson and it's all can come down. Yeah. And I feel like if Utah got it it would be the same thing. Yeah. I mean we saw it versus Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma do it last year versus Bama. Like who else do we have to beat? Like obviously and that's the problem, like I don't know why they don't they didn't give them a stronger schedule. Knowing they're in the right, AFC, right. Knowing, the knowing world, that they knowing won, they're yeah. Champion, knowing what they're capable of. Because you know you're going to get this every week. But that's what they do. Alabama had a treatment doing. Clemson is the new Alabama. And for these next few years. Right. And I don't think Clemson wins the national championship this year. No, I don't think so either. I think Ohio State does. Dominant, man. So, yeah, man. Well, we're going to find out championship week this weekend. We'll know the recap of Lamar Jackson doing it again, Jimmy G going up against Drew Brees for his first time in his career. Also look for the performance of the Josh Allen. I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to pay paying attention to both offensive yeah. sides of the ball. Both running quarterbacks. I think they're both leading the league in rushing like one and two. Um, and... <laughs> Man, it's going to be fun. By the way, Heat basketball, we didn't get into it today, but shout out Miami Heat, 15-5. and five. Undefeated at home. Shout out Coach Spo, Nikki Spo, got a baby. Baby boy. Congrats. It's Coach. baby season in Miami, so. Yeah, Jimmy started it off. Uh, that's lit. So, thank you guys for listening. Catch us next week. Straight from the east side, plug and we heavy. Fuck nigga, damn it. I turn into Freddy, my fingers machetes. Trap house jumping like Monte Ellis. We trap out the telly when we out of town. Ooze it on deck, phone ringing off the hook, bitch. That's the plug. Ocean view bedroom, baby. See through showers and I just put some fish in my tub. Hold up, I ain't playing. Nigga say they rich, I say, eh. Same old song, I ain't dance. Heater on my waist, hotter than a frying pan. If you don't see what I'm saying, I give your ass a fucking eye. Exam, I ain't playing. Guns in my hands, I ain't playing. Fireman, spin venom, spider man. I'm enhanced, I'm at peace. Jogging pants, cost at least about a grand. I'm advanced like Japan. Got more sand than Sudan, Lord. And life ain't nothing but a long day. And tomorrow ain't nothing but a long way away. You know the haters coming all sizes, all shapes. Okay. 
That's why I had to get a little more trunk space Got insurance on the trap house all state Got the trap house pumping like a heart rate Got the trap house pumping like an 808 Boom, like an 808 I just fly around and bitch need a tarmac I just landed in Cuba, need a straw hat I gotta get the raw back, I need a format I put the shit on horseback and start my own ranch From where they don't talk smack, they just snort smack I turn your head to an open hot sauce pack I tell a bitch some true lies and some false facts Boy, I'm drowning in the surf like a short stack Ooh, one day seven, two eleven Hacking mass on Wayne Gretzky Stun my ass off, chain heavy Yo, bitch, get passed on, chain leather Train smoker, smoke plain never Had a day with the devil, then I changed schedules I'm a train killer, like a paid killer Better yes, Saddam Hussein, nephew, nigga, no love That's from the bottom of my heart I pull up and paint your whole fucking block red Then get out of my car and admire my art Then smile at my thoughts My bitch from Atlanta got eyes like a hawk She see why I'm a boss I just got another speeding ticket on a Bugatti While it was parked, now I don't want talk Bitch, I don't want talk Lean in my punch, I decided to spar Anybody want war, I'm excited to start Get indicted tomorrow, I'll be out by the morn Before I even yawn Stay in your lane, I remind these little boys This is victory lane, I do, I need a horn The struggle is real in the Bible too long I'm writing my will and I'm typing my wants Lord, please, kilos of Z's Cause my bitch I clashy like pino and cheese I dropped out of class so I'm zero degrees I can outthink a shrink, she can deep throw the tree I can hijack a brick, sue my sweet soda pink I'm a freak, show the freaks I'm spitting these bars, hope my bar tab is cheap I'm a hard man to reach, I'm newborn and deceased I'm too hard for this beat, I'm the heart and the beat The chong and the cheech, my blunt long is a speech Roach look like a leech, I'm too long for the brief I'm too wrong for the priest With this chrome on your teeth, they get blown out your cheek like my bitch mix, like Long Island tea. She don't have a figure, she don't have a feet. I'm the head nigga, like Prodigy. And bitch, I'ma shine, like Connery. Yeah. And life ain't number long day. Tomorrow ain't number long way. Away.